and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. This is Coach James Short and we are excited. Why? Because of this lovely lady that we're about to bring on today for today's segment, Marissa Punchin. Now, better known as Miss Money Penny. Now, Miss Money Penny is the guru when it comes to managing your money. Um, she's a mum of two, lover of travel and adventure. She also loved dogs and also great coffee. Oh, we're on the same page there. Years before she started coaching people around their money man management, she identified with Miss Money Penny. Now, Miss Money Penny is the woman who makes James Bond look good. That's right. Just I think my mother named me after James Bond. But anyway, that's another segment altogether. Uh, where James doesn't have to feel worried about the lifestyle he lives, he just jet sets around while she organizes and overcomes the obstacle. James is out in the world, being the hero, living the dream. While she identifies with Miss Money Penny, she's a little bit different. She's more confident, empowered, well-educated, and particularly in financial matters. She embraces the flair of the feminine and holds the space for your challenges. When it comes to, she also looks at things like wealth management, life coaching, and manifestation. And I think this is really important, particularly in today's world, in relation to the relationship that we have with our money. Uh, she's also enables you to become your money master so you can really take control of your money and your money issues. She's also the visionary money expert so to guide you down the path when it comes to your finances. So let's let's get it on. Let's get it on the line today. Marissa, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, James. It's lovely yeah. to be here. Yeah, cool. So I'm, I'm just... Excited to, to jump in and, and, and let's go for it. So mm -hmm. once again, a colourful journey um, to where you are today. What has been that journey up until now? How did you get into to what you're doing? Okay. Um, look, it's been a long journey. So, and, and I, I won't go back too far because we don't have much, much time. But what really took me, brought me to where I am now is um, I, years and years ago, ran a bookkeeping company and um I was one of the we were one of the first companies to actually embrace online accounting software, i.e. Zero. So we implemented that into the business. And then I had more because Zero is so savvy and, and um, it, it gave me more space to actually work with business owners and help them empower them around their finances rather than worrying about transactions being entered and, and the rest of it. So as I got to do that, I realised that a lot of the problems that stemmed that with um, business owners that actually caused a lot of their, um, their grief and worry was around cash flow. And a lot of that stemmed from just not having the right systems and processes in place. And I thought, look, if I could actually go back, instead of helping people at this particular, at the end, then maybe I can take a step back and help people at the beginning of their journey and so they don't get trapped in that cycle of, um, you know, eventually losing their business because of poor cash flow. And it just, it just eventuated, it just rolled on from them. And because you've got, uh, you know, money is very, you, your bank account is very much tied up with um, a lot of mindset and, um, you know, past money stories. So then I went and did some life coaching because I, I found that I was um, not only teaching them how to read balance sheets and looking at profit margins and teaching them how to get paid faster and what software they should use, but also looking at money stories that came mm -hmm. from their past, which is another huge thing. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then in a nutshell, I found that I didn't 
uh, I didn't need that. The business actually just transformed into becoming me as a consultant as opposed to me running bookkeeping staff. Mm-hmm. Great. So that's so, it. So let's, so let's then fast forward to, to the now. Mm-hmm. Where is, what are you doing? Who are you doing with? Tell us a little bit more about Miss Money Penny. Okay. So... At this present moment, um, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of coaching with people. Uh, not all business owners, surprisingly, uh, quite a few people I'm working with are um, are employed. Uh, they're just earning money and not managing it properly. Uh, I'm also there's there's a new program called My Prosperity that I know that that um, that you know about James because I, I sent you a link to it. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, which is like a personal wealth portal. So it's like the personal finance of um, of zero, say. So that has become really, really popular. And I've started doing a lot of work with people, setting them up and helping them manage their personal finances. Because when you're a business owner, you... Your personal and your money, your personal finances and your business finances are really, really closely entwined. So you can unlock the cash in your business and start producing a lot of income in your business, but then quite often people will then suck that business out to maintain their lifestyle. So with My Prosperity, we look at, okay, what do you need in order to grow your business and grow your personal wealth or your uh, pay down your debt? So then... Can, how can your business give you that? And then we know, right, you need $2,000 a week or $1,500 a week for your business to give you as a wage as such, and then you can meet your personal goals. So that's where my prosperity works really well, and that's what I'm spending a lot of time doing with people. That, I, I really love that concept. I mean, because what it enables you to do is that's to take control of not just your business but your life in general and looking at, you know, as you said, opportunity to grow your wealth creation, um, opportunity to really, I guess, have your finger on the pulse so you know and you start to get in control because, as you said, money stories, all oh, there, they come in thick and thin sometimes and really, I guess, take that – back of that being your, your as, you, as you've said before, that, that money master, So, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's been some, some challenges along the, the, that journey of, of to where you are today, but you've also mm-hmm. come out the other side of those challenges. Mm-hmm. What have been some of those challenges and those lessons from those challenges that you, you can share with us today? Oh, challenge. <laughs> How much time have you got? <laughs> it's, been, it's been an interesting journey. Um, but a good one. Uh, look, the first lesson I learned, and this is my biggest lesson, is I I initially went into business to to heal a wound of my own. Um, very briefly, my mum was an entrepreneur. She was a fashion designer, and she had her own business and was very very successful. Uh, but unfortunately, she worked herself sick, and eventually, you know, she died when she was forty three. Wow. So yeah, and um. And I always felt that I wish that she had someone to help her and to help guide her because she was an amazing mum and she ran an amazing business. But just unfortunately the two, trying to be really good at two things and trying to do work the hours she worked just, just made her sick. And that's what happens with a lot of people as well. Um, so... I initially started my business wanting to almost heal, be, be like a healer, I suppose, uh, you know, help people, guide them. But I worked very closely with my heart and not with my head. So as a result, I gave more than I received. And what I worked out was that if you've got too, it's, if you've got too many drivers in your business, 
So mine was an emotional driver and a financial driver, but the two diluted each other and a need for me to, 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 to go on that journey that I needed to go on. So my biggest lesson was look at your first driver, which is make your business profitable. And then when it's profitable, then you can actually dedicate more time to doing things that might fulfill you on another level. So I, that was one big mistake. Um, Another big mistake was being, I suppose, very trusting with people that offer you amazing, amazing um, opportunities, especially being, you know, a little fish, uh, very green, not, you know, when big organisations would would, would um, approach you with amazing deals that you worked out after, you, you know, you nearly killed yourself, <laughs> that it wasn't going to work. <laughs> Um, so just being aware of um, if something sounds too good to be true, it generally is, but really read the fine line and, and fine print and, um, and make sure that it's going to work for you before you say yes. Spoken like a true uh, past bookkeeper and money expert, read the fine print. I love it. <laughs> read the fine make sure there is a fine print because sometimes there's no fine print it's just like oh yeah that sounds good i'll do it um yes uh and also looking after yourself as i say feeling like really sick and coughing at the moment but uh you know i find that um I, you know, I go to the gym a lot and that's my sanity. Um, and I, it's just a not negotiable. I, I have to exercise. Otherwise I'm, I don't know, I'd probably be a, a raging alcoholic or some sort of, I'd be killing a lot of people. But that's my, that's my, my thing. I go, I work out hard. <clears throat> great. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. on the flip side, there's been some, some really great wins and some really great achievements along the way. What are some of those things that you, you like to share that you, you're proud of? Um, I, I'm proud of, first of all, uh, being one of the first um, companies, running one of the first companies in Australia that actually took on zero uh, before everyone else. Uh, you know, our website was this is zero and we can help you with it. Uh, so I think that that was pretty cool. And also getting to know a lot of the of people at zero as well when it was, you know, when the meetings were five people in a room as opposed to now thousands and thousands. Yep. Um, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, my kids are now a little bit older um, and I'm pretty proud that I was able to run my business and still be there for them. And, and you know what? They're okay. They're, yep. they're, they're okay. <laughs> they're fine. They're fine. So I think that's probably a really good achievement. Great testament. Yeah. And um, oh, just meeting some amazing people. Like, as you know, James, we get to meet some pretty amazing people yep. in our in our business and I just the opportunities and working for the entourage just so many different opportunities and things mm-hmm. that I sometimes sit back and, and also traveling a lot for, for work you know traveling around Australia quite often to speak at retreats or go to conferences I sometimes sit there and think wow this is great because I love traveling and it's 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 there's nothing better than actually getting paid to travel so yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So you've, you've mentioned a couple of people that have, or, or groups that have really uh, helped you. So if we talk about mentors, who are some of those mentors that have helped shape you, you've learnt from, that you've great, got some great resources from that's really, I guess, shaped the, the business and you to where you are today? Yeah. Um, 
I've had a few mentors. Um, some of them had no choice. They they just I just say I want to pick your brain. So I've had a, a lot of people that I've just sat down and said right, you know, and asked them lots of questions. Um, and oh, there's so many, but there's also people like even the people that that. I work with in business that have run or that run successful companies. They they are my mentors as well. When I look at, at what they how they handle social media, how they handle um, you know, all sorts of facets of their business, I I look at that and um, and take that on. Um, and, and the one thing I know, my very first um, mentor was a guy who ran a a, a very large accounting firm and. Um, and he said to me, not everyone thinks the way you do. And that was, that stuck mm. in my mind. It's a great and that, mm, Yeah, great if you assume, if you operate in a certain way and assume the other person's going to be the same, then it's quite often going to be met with detriment because we all, we all have different expectations and different thoughts. Totally. I love mm. the acronym for, for assume, which is it makes an ass out of you and me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I'd be saying to him, but no, this is, you know, it should, why don't people do this? Or why isn't this happening? And he'd say, well, don't, not everyone thinks how you do. Yeah. And what, what I love Marissa, is, is that concept of finding the people who are, exceeding in certain areas mm. you know, having conversation or researching about them and i think from past interviews that's a really strong flavor is is look at where you're needing the most assistance and find those mentors or people that are exceeding in that and then either go pick their brains or research what they're doing or copy what they're doing or whatever it is mm-hmm. so it's really quite um I call it the sniper approach rather than the whole machine gun approach, um, which is fantastic. Yes. So, so on that, like, let's mm-hmm. then, like, you've been, if you look at your, your journey within your business and, and mm-hmm. business in the past around around teams, um, let's have a chat about teams for a minute. And you've, you've been a part of teams, you've led teams. What do you think makes up a championship team and where do you think other businesses fall, fall down? <sighs> people that are good at what they're doing what they're at like we're all good at something we all have our sweet spot so building a team of people that are good at what they do and then not overriding of course if you run a business you have to you've got to make the top decisions and sometimes you might have to uh, disagree with what's happening but within reason because when you bring those people into your team they're then bringing in their expertise. So listening to them and allowing them to shine and allowing them to contribute what they have to contribute would most likely be one of the most important things. Um, Also being aware of who does what. Yeah. Especially when you've got family businesses because that can be really, really blurred. So having a team and people actually understanding, well, this is my job and these, this is what's expected of me and this is the outcome that's expected of me. Yeah. 
so true. So true. And I think that's a really good point because it, 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 you don't get cross or blurred lines. When you, when you have really clear expectations, a really mm. clear framework, then people, I guess, know the rules of engagement, know the rules of this is how we run the business. Um, so everyone can go, yep, cool, I'm responsible, I'm, I'll take ownership over this. You're doing that, and together we can we can create some some nice magic together. It is, and businesses change. I know from um, you know years ago where everyone had their little spots, like you know the boss had the big office, and and mm. there was a secretary, and everyone else had the smaller areas, and and it's so it's different now. And I noticed that in the accounting industry where a lot of and I think zero one of the first where people turn up to work in t-shirts, and then a lot of the accountants that adapted adapted to zero were t-shirt type people and then all of a sudden it was everyone's in the same office and the boss is in a t-shirt and you know it's just it's just this it's very very different now and and that's good but then that could also be a bit different because the blur the um the actual boundaries could be blurred a bit. I'm, I'm just going to cough. Yep, so true. And I think that's, that's because obviously you now we've got different um, generations coming through. We've got um, yeah, so many things that we need to look at and, and be aware of, mm-hmm. not just rocking up to suit your three-piece suit, you know, nice shiny shoes. It's looking, okay, well, now we've got these millennials. How do we deal with them? We've got the, you know, the Gen Xs and the Gen Ys and you've got a whole different range of, of different expectations mm-hmm. and not just on the business, but then also on themselves. How do we align that? How do we, you know, ensure everyone's engaged, involved? And I think that also if we then stem into to leadership, I think that's really important after when we talk leadership. Obviously, you've seen many businesses. You've been part of different businesses. You've seen some great leaders and probably some not so great leaders. What do you feel and what do you see is what makes up great leadership and where do you, where do you, where do you see is not great leadership? Uh, not great leadership would be a dictatorship. Yep. Uh, and also just something disrespecting people, you know, because you're maybe, you know, you're the leader and they have to do what you want them to do and um, without really you considering that they have a life outside business. Um, and great leadership would be, I think, as I said before, just um, making sure that every people are uh, also doing as you you're showing acting how you want everyone else to to behave so instead of telling people this these this is the culture of the company and this these are the the rules like you know we want you to turn up at a certain time (coughs) that is so true because i think what what in those leaderships um, roles that you know people are great at barking orders but when it comes to them on actually you know, stepping up and, and doing what's required they're usually running the other way and I think you know if we go back and Simon Sinek uh, the, the guru he that he is really talks about that alpha alpha leader and it comes at a price that that comes at a price of being the alpha leader because you yes as he says and back in the caveman days you get choice of first mate and you get choice of <coughs> however when you're getting attacked you're the first one <laughs> to the battle battleground as well so that comes at a cost and i think those leaders who you know, step up and say i want first mate i want first food 
I've also got to stand up and go, you know what? I will be first to, first to battle and I'll lead the way for you. So I really think that's a, a great point that you've mentioned. Um, so if you were to give us three um, three areas or three pieces of advice in relation to, to what you're doing with your clients uh, to help with the audience, what would those three pieces of advice be? Uh, the first advice is to actually understand your, your, your why and your vision, where you want to be. Uh, we all have different different ideals. Some people just want to pay the house off and maybe get an investment property. Some people want to retire younger, <clears throat> travel the world, retire younger and head up to uh, northern New South Wales or, you know, somewhere, not necessarily travel the world. So everyone's different. <clears throat> so identifying what you want is very important and then looking at where you are now and therefore having that benchmark as to where <clears throat> where you are now and so what do you have to do in order to get to where you want to go? How big's the gap? Generally, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how big the gap is, it's what the strategies you put in place mm. to get from A to B. Yep. So, yeah, the, back, the gap could be massive, but if you just do it in milestones, the most powerful thing that, I find is when I work with people and we plug into my prosperity and they put everything in there and they see their their actual net worth as in, you know, how much they owe on their house, whether they've got any loans, credit cards, self-managed super funds, normal super fund shares, everything else, and then they can get a personal balance sheet and say, ah, okay, right, so... <clears throat> you know, we're okay or, you know, we, yeah, we're, we're getting, we're, we're able to see that we can get to where we want to go. And then going, getting to the point where they're able to then go and see a financial advisor or a, um, a mortgage broker or stock broker or someone else that can, they can help them go that extra, grow their wealth even further. Also, um, discipline as well. Yeah, so uh, and that's where my prosperity is good because it's just you, you use it all the time and you see exactly your budgeting, you know exactly what you're spending your money on, what you should be, you know, where you should be putting your money and so forth uh, because it's, it's okay when, you know, people work with me and then we have these great plans um, and then in six months' time it just disappears. It's really, you know, it's, it's actually creating a change and um, creating a new pattern in your life. And that's 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 huge. That's that's massive. Like, uh, yeah, that's really massive because a lot of stuff comes up that that people have experienced from their childhood, and whether it be, you know, I'm not good enough to 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 um to be wealthy, or um, you know, money's bad, so therefore they make money and then they spend it really quickly because uh, they feel uncomfortable holding on to it, or that they may have come from really poor families where they're excelling, and then that therefore means that their family is disapproving of them, so they're facing that that um, that possible disconnection from the people that they love, which is all not really conscious. It all happens on a very unconscious level, but. It's still people can very easily sabotage their their success by that sort of thinking, and it's ingrained in a lot of people. It's ingrained in all of us. 
So true, and they're not even not even aware of 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 this until you you know you start to track and you start to have these patterns and you and you start to have these conversations, and it really then comes up from there, and then you can mm-hmm. then you can actually mm-hmm. utilize your techniques to to help them work through it, which you which is amazing, which is great. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yes, it is. It is, and and that's where because I've also got um, uh, business coaching. I've, um, done some work around business coaching as well. So being able to ask them the questions um, that know the right questions for things to come out and for them to get that aha moment. And and sometimes I get aha moments with people. Like I've got clients that are in their 50s, late late 50s, um, and some of their aha moments are from things that happened like, you know, 50 years ago, which is a long time ago. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. So what's what's coming up for you? What's the what's the future look like for you? What are you working on? Um, what am I working on? I'm just just oh well, I'm about to relaunch my. I had my um, Making Money Monday interview series mm-hmm. that I finished towards the end of last year. I'm about to relaunch a new a new interview series starting next week, and I have an amazing guest next week who sells a product worldwide and is about to go on a um a very interesting world tour for the next five months interviewing people wow yeah i've got a few a few good people coming up uh that um and just revving up you know i've been doing i'm doing a lot of public speaking uh a few workshops i've got a workshop coming up on the 6th of june um at the business marketplace at the crest in st kilda so i'll be doing a um uh, money management wealth creation workshop there yep. uh so yeah so it's just all lots you know, of so stuff how, yeah i love it, I love it. <laughs> so how can the audience find out more where how can they get in touch Okay, they can, uh, if you go to my website, www.thismoneypennypresents.com, no, no AU, just .com, um, I've got some information there about the My Prosperity Program. Also, there's a, um, a um, financial health check that people can download uh, or they can, get, they can get hold of me from the contact form there. Love it, love it. So check mm-hmm. it out, missmoneypresents.com. There is no dot au, so dot, just dot com. Go and check it out. Miss Money Penny presents. Miss Money Penny presents. Yes. Dot com. Yep, yep, wonderful, yep. wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yep. I really appreciate your time and your, your expertise and, and just the mindset. I really love hearing some of those stories and hearing some of those those the, the journey and what people go through and actually how you really help them. So really appreciate your time and energy this afternoon. Mm-hmm.